are listening to me right now, I want you to know that your life is about to change. You will never be the same again after listening to this dynamic message straight from the throne. Many times in our life, we are faced with situations and circumstances that the enemy sends in our life for one reason only. He wants to provoke us to move from the position that God has put us in. But I stop by to tell you today that God is speaking and saying, don't you move. We cannot afford to make a decisions based on our feelings and our emotions. Why? Because for every decision you make, good or bad, there's a price to pay. And you better know it's going to cost you. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we will be listening to our pre-recorded message that's already in progress. Let's Wrap. Turn with me, hallelujah, to 1 Chronicles. Hallelujah, the 21st chapter. Glory be to God. It's a must that we hear God. We live in a time, well, it's time off from hearing from everything and everybody else. We got to hear God, church. These times that we live in require us to hear God. Thank you, Lord. The 21st chapter of 1 Chronicles, hallelujah. And Satan stood up against Israel and promised David and provoked David to number Israel. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, go number Israel from Beersheba even to Dan and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. And Joab answered the Lord, make his people a hundred times. He answered, the Lord makes his people a hundred times many more than they be. But my Lord, the king, are they not all the Lord's servants? Why then do my Lord require this thing? Why will he be cursed, called the cause of the trespass of Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Wherefore, Joab departed and went throughout Israel and came to Jerusalem. And Joab gave the sum of the number of the people unto David. The seventh verse, let's go to sixth verse. And Levi and Benjamin counted he not among them, for the king's word was abominable to Joab. And God was displeased with this thing. Therefore he smote Israel, and David said unto God, I have sinned greatly, because I have done this thing. But now I beseech thee, do away with the iniquity of thy servant. I have done very foolish. The 11th verse so Gad came to David and said unto him, Thus said the Lord, Choose thee, either three years of famine or three months be destroyed before the foes, while the sword of thy enemies overtake thee, or else three days of the sword of the Lord, even pestilence in the land, and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout the coast of Israel. Now therefore be advised of what I bring, of what I shall bring again to him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am of great strength. Let me fall now into the hands of the Lord, for very great are his mercies. But let me not fall in the hand of man. And the Lord sent pestilence throughout Israel and fell on Israel and 70,000 men. And God sent an angel into Jerusalem to destroy it. And he was destroying and the, and the Lord beheld and repent him of evil and said in the, to the angel that destroyed 
it is enough. Stay now thy hand. 16th verse, and David lifted up his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord standing between the earth and the heaven with a drawn sword in his hand stretching out over Jerusalem. And David and the elders of Israel who were clothed in sackcloth fell on their face. 22nd verse, and David said to Oren, or Ronai, grant me, place, grant me the place for this threshing floor that I may build an altar therein to the Lord. Thou shalt grant it to me for the full price, and the plague may be stayed from the people. And Oren said unto David, Take thee, and let the Lord the king do that which is good in his eyes. Lo, give the oxen also for the burnt offering and the threshing floor instruments of wood and wheat and of meat offering I will give thee. And David, and the king David said to Oren, or Ronai, Nay, but I will verily buy it for full price, for I will not take that which is thine of the Lord, nor offer burnt offering without cost. Another verse, which is Second Samuel, the 24th chapter, and the 21st verse reads, For no, I will pay a price, for I will not offer that unto the Lord, which cost me nothing. If I had to choose for a throat today or a subject for you, it's going to be, there's a price to pay. It's going to cost you. Glory be to God. One thing I'm learning in this life, hallelujah, is that for every decision we make, hallelujah, for every choice we make outside of the will of God, it's going to cost you. I've learned it doesn't matter whether we think uh, it's for our own benefit or for the benefit of others, it's going to cost you. It really doesn't matter what you think. All that matters is what God thinks. The mere fact that you may have thought it was a good decision at that time doesn't negate the reality or the fact that if it's your steps are not ordered by God, it's going to still cost you. Many times, just like David, I knew what I was about to do or doing was foolish. It didn't make no sense to me, hallelujah. It didn't make sense to anybody, hallelujah, other than someone who was just as foolish as I was. Nevertheless, instead of seeking God for wisdom, too often we are guilty of making what I like to call corporate decisions. We like to make boss moves, hallelujah. Too often the only persons I consulted was me, myself, and I. Even worse, many of us, after having done all made all the wrong choices, glory be to God, we have the tendency to let pride get in our way. So instead of admitting hallelujah, you're moved, you move too fast, hallelujah, on a situation or a circumstance. Even worse, we would much rather hide our head in the sand and act as if we've done nothing at all, hallelujah. As in the case of Eli, hallelujah, when it came to discipline his two sons, glory be to God. He didn't discipline them regarding their disregard or their disrespect concerning the things that belong to the Lord. Hallelujah. I stop by to tell you today that either way it's going to cost you. We have to be very careful how we approach and how we handle the things of God. Glory be to God. We can't just say anything and we can't just do anything when it comes to handling God's property. Glory be to God. I want you to go with me today, hallelujah. I want you to pay close attention to exactly what is happening here in this text, glory be to God, in First Chronicles, hallelujah, the 21st verse. 
Hallelujah. We see here that David found himself in a situation. Anybody ever found yourself in a situation? Hallelujah. A situation that looked hopeless, glory be to God. A situation where you didn't know exactly what to do. Have you ever felt pushed into making a decision, glory be to God? Have you ever tried so hard to make the right decision to only later on find out you made an even worse decision? Have you ever been in a situation that caused you to move when God told you to stand still? Quote, Hallelujah. Have you ever been in a situation, hallelujah, and, and some of you might not know what I mean, hallelujah, but have you ever found yourself waiting on God to give you an answer to the situation or the circumstance, but instead of trusting God, you decided to put your own hands in it, hallelujah, and started manipulating, formulating the plan. Okay, y'all looking at me like y'all don't know what I'm talking about, hallelujah. I guess me and David are the only ones that's ever been provoked by Satan, glory be to God. I guess some of you never been provoked by the storms in your life and the situations, hallelujah, all around you that begin to occur, glory be to God, sent your way by Satan. The Bible says in the uh, 21st chapter in the first verse, it tells us that Satan stood up, glory be to God. In other words, he rose up against Israel. David being king of all, hallelujah, no doubt father of all Israel, I could only imagine in my mind, hallelujah, it had to be like Satan was attacking his children, glory be to God. I don't know about you, but I can relate to that feeling, hallelujah. Maybe Satan has never rose up against your children, hallelujah, with the determination to want to destroy them, hallelujah. Some of you may not know what I'm talking about, hallelujah. And if you can't relate, I'm not talking to you, glory be to God. I'm talking to the ones, hallelujah, that Satan has rose up against your child with a spirit of depression and oppression, hallelujah. I'm talking to the ones where Satan has rolled up against your child, hallelujah, with a spirit of suicide, glory be to God. I'm talking to the ones where Satan has rose up against your child, hallelujah, when you taught them, told them not to go, to, you taught them the right thing, hallelujah, to do, but they insist on doing the wrong thing. The ones that you taught, hallelujah, and told not to go left, hallelujah, but they went anyway, glory be to God. Maybe Satan has never rose up against your marriage, hallelujah. If Satan never rose up against your marriage, I'm not talking to this side. I'm talking to this side, hallelujah. I'm talking about someone that's been married 10 plus years, hallelujah. And you done gave all you know how to give to them, glory be to God. But despite everything that you gave, hallelujah, the enemy stood up in your marriage with a spirit of adultery, glory be to God. I'm talking to that one today, glory be to God. Hallelujah. <sighs> Maybe Satan never rose up against your mind. Hallelujah. If he never rose up against your mind, you can't relate today. Hallelujah. But I'm talking to the one. Hallelujah. That's battling the spirit of the anxiety. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the ones that felt like at times you were going to lose your mind. Glory be to God. I'm talking to the one that Satan stood up against. Hallelujah. And provoked you to make a drastic move. 
I'm talking to you today. I come for you today. I come for that spirit, hallelujah, of depression. I come for that spirit of oppression. I come for that spirit of suicide today. You got to go. You got to go. The blood of Jesus. Too many years you've been residing here. It's I'm serving you an eviction notice today. But guess what, church? I can't serve it by myself. One thing about God, he's not going to force you to be free. You got to want to be free, and you got to want to stay free. Glory be to God. It'll do me no good to come down here and cast a demon out of you or cast a spirit out of you, and you're not ready to be free. Why will it not do any good? Because the Bible says when one went out, hallelujah, he brought back seven more, more wickeder than himself. So I ain't trying to set you up to be destroyed, but I need you to make up in your mind today that I'm tired of the devil. I'm tired of his mess. I don't know about you, church, but I'm sick and tired of the devil I'm serving notice today you will not have my mind you will not have my marriage you will not have my children glory be to God I struggled a long time with who God called me and have created me to be, hallelujah. And God gave me a good old whipping these last few months, hallelujah. He said, Shanina, you came to this church and you have conformed. That is not what I called you to do. I called you to come through as a warrior. I called you to come through slinging everything that's not like God, pulling down every stronghold and every high thing that exhorts itself over the knowledge of God. Whoa, I, I gotta go with God today. I might not make it back to David, but I know God gonna work it out, but I gotta hear God. Because too long I sat and I began to conform and I began to sit and I even had the nerve to try to get cute. But God said, ain't no place with no cute warriors. Hallelujah. You got to cry if I say cry. You got to roll if I say roll. You got to get down in the dirt. You got to be fighting spirits on contact. Whoa, shut up, Bosa. So I sat around and I, I listened to the words of the, the devil and I listened to people, hallelujah, that, and I caused the enemy to provoke me, to move, to change who God created me to be. Glory be to God. Because <laughs> they say she preaching. She just be beating up on people and, and she preaching and she always doing this. She always saying this. But I stopped by to tell you today that if you read your Bible, throughout the Bible, there are all sorts of men and women of God. And I am not mistaken about who God called me to be. I am an end time prophet. I am a seer. I speak under the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost. He has sent me today to bind the brokenhearted. He sent me today to set the captive free. Oh, shut up, Bosa. Most of the battle is knowing who you are. Too many times we try to be conformed to somebody else. We got to know who we are. When you know who you are, you can walk in the boldness and the authority of Jesus Christ. And you don't have to make no apologies for it. I know I might act strange to some of you. 
I know y'all probably say she a little rude. She high-minded. She just know I'm not none of that. I know I am dirt. I know I am nothing without God. I just have other things on my mind than things of this earth. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 The worst thing in the world is to watch your watch the enemy, hallelujah, rise up against people you love, hallelujah. You find yourself in a position of feeling helpless and hopeless, glory be to God. If we be honest, hallelujah, it's almost impossible to watch your loved one be attacked by the enemy and not want to do something, hallelujah. As I studied this text, it appears, hallelujah, that this is what David was dealing with, hallelujah. Even after all the victories God had already brought him through before coming king, have God ever brought you through this, hallelujah, but you allowed the enemy to provoke you on that? Glory be to God. First Chronicle 12 begin to, God begin to give us a countdown, a, a rundown, hallelujah, because before David became king, hallelujah, he allowed all the mighty men to come together. In First Chronicle 12 verse, hallelujah, he gave David a mega army, hallelujah. God began to tell David, hallelujah, that he was his provider. He gave him his own personal army, hallelujah, and he gave us a glimpse into the number of the mighty men of valor that were fighting with him, that were skill fighters helpers of war David now had men that were armed with the bow hallelujah and were armed with stones hallelujah and they could they were some bad boys they could fight with their right hand and they left <sighs> he gave him mighty men of valor skill fighters glory be to God Hallelujah. He had captain of hosts, captain of bands. Hallelujah. The Bible says he had a great host. The host was so great, it was like God's host. Ain't nothing better than the host of God's angels fighting for you. But the Bible says David had a host of mighty men, ready and armed for war. It tells me he also had the children of Issachar, glory be to God. They were men who understood the times. They knew everything that, that Israel needed, hallelujah, and what they ought to do. He had thousands of captains with shields and spears, hallelujah, and, and they were experts at war. And the Bible said with all instruments of war, there was no weapon they couldn't pick up that they was not a master of. The Bible says he had men that could keep rank, hallelujah, men with a perfect heart, hallelujah. But most of all, they had the Lord on their side. He gave them the victory throughout all the land. But still, we see here in the 21st chapter, even after all of that, David found himself being provoked, meaning moved by Satan. As a result of David moved by, being moved by Satan, the Lord began to show me within that text, hallelujah, that there were three things David went through, the three S's, hallelujah, those three words that we as believers try so hard to, to uh, avoid. David began to have to deal with the stages of a season of sin. He went through a season of suffering. And he went through a season of sacrifice. Hallelujah. 
The Bible says Satan stood up against Israel, and as a result, it provoked David. And, and, and what did David do? The Bible says that David, hallelujah, sent out a requirement. David got big within himself, hallelujah, and he began to start looking at his situation, hallelujah, and looking at the circumstances. So he decided he was going to number his warriors. He was going to number the people of God, hallelujah. He began to think in the natural, hallelujah, and he got out of the spirit, hallelujah. Up to this point, David always consulted God. If you read throughout the scripture, it said, and David consulted God, and David consulted God, and God was with David, and David was with God. But at this particular time, David decided that he wanted to number the people, and the Bible says that uh, he demanded the census be taken from Beersheba to Dan, hallelujah. He said, I Need to know how many men I got, hallelujah. He stopped trusting God, hallelujah. And even after Joab advised him, hallelujah, to not do this, hallelujah, that this was not in the interest of God, hallelujah, God always provides us a way of escape. Not only did Joab advise him, hallelujah, against it, hallelujah, but he gave reason for not doing it, glory be to God. If you look down in that chapter, hallelujah, he began to say by doing this, you're going to bring guilt and sin, hallelujah. You're going to bring an offense, not over your, only over yourself, glory be to God, but also over Israel. In other words, hallelujah, the very one that you love, hallelujah, the very one you're trying to protect, glory be to God, you're going to do more harm to them than good. So many times we think we're helping the situation or the circumstance by trying to bail our loved ones out when they're going through, hallelujah, trying to save them from trouble, hallelujah, when all we're doing is making the situation worse. Why? Because they haven't learned. They'll never learn as long as we keep bailing them out. Glory be to God. David being the king of Israel, hallelujah, the Bible says his word prevailed, hallelujah. In other words, he pulled rank, hallelujah. His word was more powerful than Joab, glory be to God. So he went with it, glory be to God. We look at the seventh verse, the Bible tells us that the Lord was displeased with this thing. In other words, the Lord became angry. The Lord became annoyed. Hallelujah. I submit to you today that David failed. Hallelujah. David stopped trusting God. He failed to consult God. Hallelujah be to God. He began to deal with his human resources. How many times we rely on our human resources? We rely on our job. We rely on our skill. We rely on our ability. Hallelujah. We stop trusting God. We think because we got a big house on the hill, we've made it. We think because we got a big car in the driveway, we've made it. We think because we own our own business and the duckies are flowing. Hallelujah. We've made it. I stopped by to tell you today, if you don't have Jesus, all that stuff don't mean nothing. He said, first seek ye the kingdom of God and all his righteousness will be added. Well, I certainly hope you have enjoyed part one of this dynamic message. We do want you to come back next week same time to listen to part two. There's a price to pay. It's going to cost you. You don't want to miss this life-changing word. I am Elder Shanina Walker. And as always, we do thank you for joining us here on Let's Wrap. We want you to continue to follow the podcast on Facebook at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. As always, I love you. Elder Walker love you. But God love you more. Have a blessed day.